Hello, and welcome to the Eyes Are Amber podcast series. I'm your host, Alana Margulies Snyderman, and with me today is Lorenzo Esparza, CEO and founding principal of Manhattan West Asset Management, a Los Angeles-based alternative investments and wealth management firm. Today, Lorenzo will share with us his views on alternative investments, how he got into money management, what he is doing to champion more young Hispanics to go into investing careers, and what he is doing at his firm in a whole to embrace diversity. Hi, Lorenzo. Thanks for being with me today. Thanks for having me, Alana. Lorenzo, tell us a little about your firm. So Manhattan West is what I describe as a modern financial solutions company. We really have two distinct areas. One that caters to private wealth clients that is designed to be a, a one-stop kind of full-service platform. And then the other side of the business is our alternative offerings where we have you know, funds in private equity, venture capital, real estate, and private debt. And Lorenzo, why do you feel alternative investments present attractive opportunities currently? Well, you know, I, uh, I think we're living in interesting times, to say the least, certainly with respect to capital markets and, and, you know, the way liquid portfolios are behaving. So we think it's prudent to have alternatives that can act as an alternative to the income that one normally sees with bonds and the growth that one normally receives with traditional stock portfolios. And so, you know, we believe there's ways to accomplish the goal of getting growth and getting income with a lot less risk and a lot less volatility. So the way that we've done that in the area of fixed income replacement is that we've offered funds that, that are real estate oriented that allow investors to generate income. And then, as I mentioned, with our venture funds or private equity funds, we're really seeking to replicate the growth you would see with equity portfolios. And instead, we're investing in private equity and venture as our alternative to generate the growth that we're looking for. Yeah, I'd say as a kind of as a final thought, we're really looking to control volatility more and, and to, to just be less reliant on the capital markets because they can, you know, behave in, in ways that really unsettle our investors. So that's what, what we're trying to do. Lorenzo, you have an interesting background having started in business and legal affairs at Paramount Pictures. What inspired you to foray into money management? Well, it's interesting. As a, as a young man, my, my parents told my brother and I, you should be a doctor or a lawyer. And in fact, my brother is an MD, and I, uh, I went to law school and graduated from Loyola Law School in, in Los Angeles. And while in law school, I interned in business and legal affairs at Paramount Pictures. You know, I really wanted to understand the economics of Hollywood and, and the profit participations that come from film and television and what have you. And so, you know, I, I loved the industry. I got a really strong understanding of how transactions are done and how profit participants, you know, enjoy returns on, on their work. But I always had an interest in the capital markets and, and started to really focus on a transition into that space. And after spending a number of years at Paramount, I moved into the private client group at Alliance Bernstein, which at the time was known as Bernstein Global Wealth Management. 
I really took my, you know, entertainment background and studio acumen and lent that experience to working with private clients that had, you know, uh, their, had their industry in, in the entertainment space. And so I moved to New York, went to their training program and spent time at, at Bernstein before I then transitioned to JP Morgan and then eventually launched Manhattan West in 2016. So really passionate about working with investors and focused on, on how to generate positive investment return. Great. And Lorenzo, as a son of Mexican immigrants, you really are a true role model to Latinos being a money manager, given that less than 1% of the assets are managed by Hispanic-owned firms. I was just curious what you're doing to champion more Latinos to go into money management. Well, it's interesting. One of our clients at Manhattan West is the Hispanic Scholarship Fund, which is a you know 501c3 nonprofit organization that provides scholarships and, and resources for Hispanic students and in their endeavors for higher education. And so I'm often called to speak on panels and to interact with that constituency. And one of the things that I observed is that they shared a similar belief that my parents had, which is that you needed to become a doctor or a lawyer to enjoy financial success. And so, you know, part of what I do is talk to students about private equity, venture capital, private debt, and capital markets in general, so they can understand that, you know, there's more than just this binary path of being a doctor or a lawyer. So that's that's part of what I do. And I think I you know, I learned that the hard way. While I'm excited and, and proud that I graduated from law school and, and hold it a JD, you know, I also graduated with hundred and thirty thousand in law school debt. And so it's a you know, it's probably substantially more today because that was, you know, in two thousand. And so, you know, really just trying to get students and, and folks to understand that there are other paths. And I'd like to, you know, be a resource to them as, as they look at what else is out there. No, it's really inspirational to younger generations of Latinos to get into money management. And Lorenzo, a follow-up question I wanted to ask you is, what are you doing as a whole to embrace diversity at your firm today? You know, I think we're doing it in a number of different ways. The, the first thing I, I'm proud of is I think that when you level the playing field and you you have no bias about what the you know best candidate looks like what their you know sexual orientation or gender looks like all of a sudden you really have a, a much broader pool and if you have a broader pool then you know you you wind up with a more diverse group so if you look at our firm you know we have exceptional people from top to bottom they happen to be diverse in manners of color and gender and, and sexual orientation. And so, you know, that's something we're proud of. It's not something that we were, you know, looking to go out and do. We just knew it would happen if we had a, a truly open uh, opportunity set. So I think that's the first thing we're doing in terms of our, our organization as a whole. The other thing we're trying to do is, is be thoughtful of the way that we're investing capital. You know, we, we don't want to, you know, put money into things that we, we don't think are bringing a, a positive social economic output. So, you know, I often talk about how tough it is to raise teenagers in, in this day and age. And, you know, the idea of keeping them away from vaping was one of the reasons that 
we didn't invest in, in Joule Labs, and we had an opportunity to be in that early, and we just you know wouldn't touch it, even if it was a, a jackpot investment. It's just not something that we want to put a single penny of our capital into. So you know, thinking about investing in, in ways that are are socially responsible, you know, that's those are the ways that we've embraced diversity of our team and also of our investment thesis. Yeah, and Lorenzo, clearly social responsibility has been a theme that's been top of mind this year, especially with all the current events going on. So with that being said, what are your future plans for Manhattan West Asset Management looking ahead? So we're always in growth mode. I love you know how far we've come since we launched in 2016. We have over 25 people on staff. You know, I expect us to grow in terms of the number of people that we have on the team and also in terms of our AUM. You know, we're, we are striving to become a multi-billion dollar firm that manages money across asset classes and as a firm that is, you know, a highly respected organization. You know, we want to be known as a model of inclusion, a model of excellence, and, you know, because we're smaller, I often say to our staff that we have to be perfect. We have to do things at a really high level because, you know, we're not Goldman Sachs, but let's pretend that we are and let's not have any, you know, mistakes or errors and do things uh, at a really high level. So that, that's the plan for the firm going forward. Oh, great. And Lorenzo, are there any other final thoughts you'd like to share with us? I think this has been a, a challenging year for so many people. And I think what we've experienced this year and, and all of the social relearning that's happening as a result of COVID-19, it's just made us take a deeper look at our lives and, and to be you know, grateful for what we have and, and really just to focus on you know, family and health and having a positive impact on the world. That's really you know, kind of a mantra of our organization that we want to put people in a a better place than how I found them. But, you know, very grateful for where we're at, excited and bullish about 2021 and just, you know, wanting to, to make a, a positive impact. Well, thanks, Lorenzo, for sharing your perspective with our listeners. And thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's been fun and I look forward to continuing our discussions. And thank you for listening to the Eisner Amper podcast series. Visit EisnerAmper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Amper podcast when we get down to business.